You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So I want to tell you, Jesus loves his daughters. He loves his daughters. He loves his women. He loves his children. He loves us more than ever before. Amen. He loves you and he created you in his image and in his likeness. You see, if we had to draw a portrait of how God sees you, we would only see beauty, we would see success, we would see confidence, we would see strength, and we would see peace. James 1 verse 17 says that every gift God gives us is good and perfect. Streaming down from the Father of lights who shines from heaven with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. God's love for you will never change. God's heart for you will never change. God's mind about you will never change. You see, today, there are those with us that are embracing this truth. Amen? But there are many more in this building today who have made their homes in hidden shadows within themselves. Have you made your home within a hidden shadow within yourself? You are walking around with a smile on your face, telling the world that you have everything together, but inside you are saying, God, do you see me? This morning, I want to tell you, God sees you. You see, you have covered yourself with guilt, condemnation, shame, and live an emotional and physically draining life. Who wants to live a physically and emotional draining life? Amen? There is nothing the accuser, you know, the devil is called the accuser, so I'm going to refer to him to that today, but it says he's the accuser of the brethren. There's nothing that the accuser would love more than for you to live a life against yourself. Can I say that again? There's nothing the accuser would like more than for you to live a life against yourself based on your failures and your feeling of unworthiness. If you want to live a life from feelings of unworthiness, the accuser has won his battle. You cannot carry yesterday's failures into today and live in victory. You see, his mission, the devil's mission, the accuser's mission, is to remind you of everything you have done wrong and to replay those mistakes over and over towards you. Have you ever played in that movie where you've, the devil has just reminded you of everything you have not done? Is it just me? Because he kind of likes doing that. Is there someone else? Can I see a show of hands? You see, like I said before, you cannot carry yesterday's failures into today and live in victory. Has yesterday's failures created a space for guilt, condemnation, and shame in your heart? Have you made place in your heart to accommodate these things? You see, Brené Brown says, define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that you are flawed and so unworthy of love and belonging because of something that you have done or failed to do, that you are unworthy of a connection. She defines it as The intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that you are flawed. Wouldn't the accuser love you to believe that you are flawed? 
and so unworthy of love and belonging. Something you've done or you failed to do has put you in a place unworthy of connection. This morning, when I started preparing for today, God said to me, look at shame. And I said, God, it's a ladies' conference. I want to tell them we're going over and we're going over. And he said, you'll get to that. But look at what shame does. Because it's a weapon that the devil loves using towards women. Many things cause shame. Secrets we carry. Some of us carry secrets. Financial debt can be shame in your life. Addictions. Something you did years ago or something that was done to you years ago can cause you shame. Am I speaking to the right group of ladies this morning? You see, what the accuser does, he connects your identity to what was done to you. Or he connects your identity to what you've been through. Or he connects your identity on what other people say about you. And you start seeing yourself like that. You are not shame. Doesn't matter what you have been through in your life, I want to tell you this morning, you are not shame. You are not guilt. You are not condemnation. That is not your label this morning. Amen? Amen? This is a deep message, but I promise you, as I was praying this morning, I saw women in shackles, and I saw the light of God shooting down from heaven and loosing those shackles and saying, daughters, run like never before. Amen? I saw him take shackles and break them and shatter them in the presence of God this morning. Amen? This is what we're trusting the Lord for this morning, because many of us see ourselves as damaged. Can I get real this morning? We've had a lot of fun up until now, but it's time to get a little bit real. We see ourselves as damaged. We see ourselves as broken. We see ourselves as weak. We see ourselves as unworthy and unwanted. This is the label the accuser has put across you, and not just across you, you have made it who you are. I am not just damaged, I am a damage. I am a disaster. I am weak. And you see, many of us have become slaves to the lies of the enemy. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's done today. It's done today. The lies of the enemy, it's done today. I'm going to ask Leslie to come up here this morning. And this is also something that I just got in, in prayer. And the Lord said, demonstrate this in this way. Because I promise you after today, you will never forget what you're going to see right now, okay? And I promise you it's legit, so don't stress about it. It's going to be okay. But I want to take Leslie as, a, as, a, as an example of us, of you and of me. I'm not talking from an elevated platform this morning. I'm talking from the ground. What I'm facing, you are facing. What you are going through, I'm going through. I'm talking from a place of, come on, let's take hands. Let's start, stop believing lies and start moving forward. Amen? And I took this demonstration. And the Lord showed me this in a vision. And I, and I saw Leslie as us. And we stack boxes in our lives, in our hands, in our walk with God. And it makes our path so difficult. So, Leslie, I'm going to start stacking you with some stuff that we carry. Is that okay? So, we'll start with this nice big box down here. How about this one? Many of us carry a box, a space in our hearts named low self-esteem. 
because of what has been done to us, because of what we've walked through, because of what other people have said about us, we have a box, a space in our heart called low self-esteem. If that's you, can you shout a, or just wink at me. My husband says, just wink, just blink at me because then I won't know it's you. I will just know, no one else will know, okay? So if that's you, just double blink. Okay, all right, we've got some of those ladies in the house this morning. Other of us, we have a box called disappointment. We are walking with disappointments in our heart. Disappointments towards ourselves, which is maybe the worst one. We are just disappointed in what we have done and what we've decided. Disappointment in others. Maybe some of us have put a little space in our hearts that we say we are disappointed at God. Can we get real this morning? Okay, let's give you a little one. Some of us have guilt. Some of us have condemnation. Some of us carry shame. And this is a big one. Some of us carry a box called my past. I'm purposely stacking her up because you know what? Many of us look like this in the spirit. When we're walking with the Lord, we are walking with a limp and we don't understand it's because we're carrying these boxes. You see, there's good news today. Today we are going to shake off these boxes. We are going to shake off guilt. We are going to shake off these feelings and we're going to start pressing forward. Amen? We are going to speak back at the accuser this morning and we're going to remind ourselves that even though we may have made mistakes, we are forgiven. Jesus came to remove shame. His cross became the dividing line. The cross became the dividing line. Is this you this morning? Ladies, some of you, you have all these boxes. This is what our hearts look like and we're asking ourselves why it's hard to run for God. You see, Jesus met the woman at the well and he took away her shame of her past and gave her a future. Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood and he brought her back from isolation. Jesus restored Mary Magdalene. He took away her humiliation and her disgrace and he made her a disciple. Jesus restored Peter after denying him. He went looking for him. Can you imagine the shame in Peter's heart? He denied the creator of the universe at the most crucial time. And Jesus came looking for him. Jesus restored Peter after denying him. And he gave him a new destiny to become one of his disciples running for him. Jesus removed the shame of the leper. The leper in the Bible, by not healing him only, but by lifting his shame. Are you okay, Les? Are you in there? Just kind of see your face here in between. Are you okay? It's quite heavy. Okay. <laughs> you just keep holding all these boxes because I'm trying to demonstrate something. Are you going to be okay? I'll have to keep carrying all this rubbish. <laughs> She's going to hold on to the rubbish for a while. Amen. <laughs> But Jesus restored the dignity to this leper. He didn't just restore dignity. He actually said, this is what I came for. Jesus came to restore you this morning. Amen? Jesus came to remove your guilt and shame. Jesus came to take away your disappointment. Jesus came to wipe your past clean. Jesus removes the world's guilt and condemnation and shame. By going and laying his life down on the cross. 
Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. How beautiful is that scripture? Every part of heaven in the flesh, Jesus Christ despised what shame did to his people, robbing them from intimacy with him. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? Jesus was stripped down. He was beaten. He was mocked. He was spat on and belittled so that you could never feel that way. Why are you putting these boxes in your space? Jesus took all these boxes on the cross. There's no mistake you've made that is too much for the price paid on the cross. When we repent, ask God for forgiveness and receive God's mercy, his favor reminds us that the best days are still in front of us. The best days of your life are still in front of you. Turn to your girlfriend and say, girlfriend, the best days of your life are still ahead of you. Turn to your other girlfriend on the other side and say, girlfriend, the best days of your life are still ahead of you. You see Colossians 2 verse 14 says, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting or requirement that was against you, which was contrary to you. He took an eraser and he rubbed out the accusations that were written against you. Educators in the house, he took an eraser and he rubbed out that we could never ever see the mistake we have made. In Psalms it says he blotted out our transgressions. You know in those days accountants couldn't have tippics. There was no tippics yet. So what they would do is they would take the ink and just put a massive blotch over that mistake. And there was no way you could see what was under that blotch. Jesus is taking your mistake today and he's putting a big blotch over it. Why are you trying to erase it? He has taken it out of the way and has nailed it to the cross. Listen to this. God took the document of your shame. He put it on the hands of Jesus and drove a nail through it. Can I say that again? Jesus took the document of your shame. He put it in the hands of Jesus. And he drove a nail through it. Why are you trying to take it back? You see, Song of Solomon says, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. We, we named this conference Lilies and Sparrows. And everybody thought lilies was to do with the flowers of the field. And yes, it was. But do you know how Jesus is called the lily of the valley? And you know what's beautiful about a lily? It's one of the tallest flowers, but it chooses to bow its head. It's one of the tallest flowers, but if you look at a lily, it bows its head. At my wedding, I had lilies. I loved lilies. I just wanted lilies everywhere. Who else had lilies at their weddings? And who's going to have lilies at their weddings? <laughs> Amen? Because we're trusting God for some amazing weddings now that COVID is over. Amen? But a lily bows its head. It's one of the tallest flowers. Isn't that like our Jesus? He's one of the tallest, most incredible, I don't even know what to put a picture to him. And he chooses to come to earth and bow his head as a lily and say, you know what? Put the shame on me. Put the guilt on me. Put the condemnation on me. 
because I want my children never to walk with guilt, shame, and condemnation. I want my children to be lilies that lift up their heads towards the sky. You know what's the other thing that's so beautiful about a lily, if I had to explain it towards Jesus? A lily, if you had to take a lily in, it actually would help you if you had a problem with your voice. Do you know that? And it has an effect to actually restore a lost voice. God, the lily of the valley, has come to restore your voice this morning. And the other thing that a lily does, are you okay, Lizzie? You know, we go through life like this. I just want to find out, are you all right, Liz? Yeah, I'm starting to get quite comfortable. I quite like it, yeah. You're getting comfortable? So many of us, we get comfortable with the things we've put in the space of our hearts. Did you see in the beginning she was uncomfortable? Just like when you start carrying these things, the Holy Spirit will immediately say to you, uh-uh, you were never meant to carry these boxes. But now, after a while, guess what? You're becoming comfortable with it. This is who I am. But Jesus, the lily of the valley, he comes and he actually, it helps you to get strength again. It helps if you feel faint. This morning, if you are feeling faint and you have lost your voice, guess who's ready to meet you? Heaven is ready to meet earth. Righteousness is ready to meet guilt and condemnation. Peace is ready to meet chaos. Peace is ready to meet chaos. Jesus now offers you the gift of righteousness. So here I'm coming. Yeah, God comes. He says, I have a gift of righteousness for you. Do you know what righteousness is? God has made you righteous, meaning you are in right standing with him. You are holy, you are blameless, you are set apart, and you are honorable because of what was done on the cross. And Jesus comes, the sweet rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. My husband said, why did I bling righteousness in pink? I said, because I can. It's the girls' conference. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and Jesus comes and he says, Liz, I have righteousness for you. Yeah. Take righteousness, Les. Take righteousness. Yeah. Try, try take righteousness, Les. And you see what's happening. Why can't she take righteousness? Because her space is filled with a lot of other things that shouldn't be there. Yeah, God comes. He says, my child, you don't need to have low self-esteem. I have my righteousness for you. Let's take righteousness. <laughs> and you see what happens is God is a jealous God. God does not share space with other things. God wants all of you. So he needs to take, occupy all the space to give you his nice bling box of righteousness. This was all done not because of what you are, because of what I've done on the cross. Paul says in Romans that the gift of righteousness, the gift of righteousness is for all. God is standing this morning for all of you and saying, yeah, yes, your gift. Will you receive it? If I say, Nana, take the gift, take it. Take the gift, Nana. <laughs> take the gift. What does she have to do? She has to take it. 
she had to make an active decision to stand up, to change where she was sitting, to change her circumstance, to change who she was, to come and get the gift. Amen? Are you going to be sitting on your chair this morning when we get to the end of this service? Or are you going to stand up and say, I'm going to take the gift of righteousness. I'm going to take the gift of righteousness. I'm not going to carry all these boxes that occupy my heart this morning. Amen? The only way to heal from condemnation and shame is to move your focus from who you are to who Christ is. This morning you say to me, I don't know how I'm going to get rid of this. How do I get rid of all of this? Move your focus. Move your focus from who you are to who Christ is. Move your focus from what you did to what he did for you. Can I say that again? Are you going to move your focus from what you did to what he did for you? I'm not horrible because of Christ I'm forgiven. I'm not sick because of Christ I'm healed. I'm not broken because of Christ I'm made whole. I'm not unwanted because of Christ I'm loved. Because of Christ I'm chosen. Because of Christ I am new and I'm set apart. Can I put my statement on the, plat on, on the screen this morning? And this is what I'd love you to take home today. The devil says, shame on you. Christ says, oh my gosh, I don't believe you this morning. Can we say that again? The devil says, shame on you. Christ says, I don't believe you this morning, ladies. And the devil says, shame on you. Christ says, shout at me this morning. Shame off you. You see, we are so bound by guilt, disappointment, shame, our past and our self-esteem that it's even hard to say that shame should leave. Amen? It's become so part of who we are. Leslie has become so comfortable with holding these boxes that she doesn't know that the journey can be much lighter. The journey can be much easier. You are worthy of love. The cross was for you. It was for your joy. It was for your freedom. It was for your wholeness. Taniyaki, do you want the gift of righteousness this morning? You see, church, that's all of us. That's all of us. It takes courage to stand up and say, I'm going to take the gift of righteousness. It takes courage to say, I'm not going to feel this way anymore. I am going to change my story today. Not because of who I am, but because of what Christ has done. He endured the shame of the cross. I want to tell you, God has not finished with your story yet. He has not put down his pen he has not changed his mind. You are an exceptional woman of destiny. An exceptional woman of destiny. You see, Christ endured the cross so that you don't have to walk with shame. You don't have to walk with what you have done or what you did not do. And can I tell you something? If anybody has spoken a word over you that does not come from Christ or his word or his Bible, it's not true. If you have been told you are cursed, guess what? Does Jesus Christ, the son of David, tell you you are cursed? My good Lord, it's the devil. It's the accuser. 
God says you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. You are saved, you are healed, you are delivered. You are walking with the Lord this morning. Amen? You are what Christ says you are. The risen Son of God says you are His and you are made in His image. Amen? If you see yourself as unworthy, you are not receiving the gift. They had to get up and come receive the gift. The devil might be telling you this morning that you've made too many mistakes. You have failed too many times. Who's played in that movie? The devil says, oh, so you've done it again. That wasn't a shocker. But God says you are holy, you are righteous, you are blameless, you are honorable, you are anointed, you're an amazing child. Who are you going to believe? Will you take the gift? Proverbs says that the righteous are as bold as lions. Be bold. When guilt and condemnation, insecurity, doubt come knocking at your door, let the gift of righteousness answer. Because after today, guess what? He's going to come and try and stack some boxes on you. Amen? Who's going to answer the door? Righteousness. Righteousness. We are in right standing with God. Not because of who I am, but because of who He is. Amen? When you declare, I am righteous, you are announcing to every force trying to stop you, you don't control me. Amen? Take back your power. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? You are going to say to those thoughts of guilt, shame, your past, condemnation, disappointment, you do not control me. The creator of the universe controls me. And I'm made in his likeness. And guess what? I'm kind of cute. These things will not stop your destiny. This will not stop my purpose. The creator of the universe has absorbed my shame. Remember, God placed it in his hands and he put a nail through it. And he's given me the gift of righteousness. We all go through life carrying these things. And we are limping and we are wondering why. Leslie, try walk, please. We all go through life. Please walk across the platform. Many of you pick up your boxes before you leave your homes every morning. I should have raised my children better. I should have done things differently. I should have spent more time with the Lord. I should have been. I could have been. Remember the four sisters. Would have, could have, should have, maybe forgotten. Amen. Hallelujah. And we walk with a limp. Walk, Lily, walk. And we wonder why are we facing life with so much difficulty? Why are we facing life with so much shame? You see, some of us are addicted to guilt. Can I get real this morning? Some of us are addicted to guilt. We don't know what it's like to actually feel good about ourselves. We believe that when we are forgiven, we will believe what God has for someone else, but not for us. Because, you know, guilt, it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm guilt. I have become guilt. Some of us are addicted to guilt. Walk, Leslie, have a beautiful life here on the platform. We internalize the guilt, the shame, and the blame. And you, have, you may have brought guilt, shame, and condemnation with you this morning. You might be that one. This morning, we're coming to the cross. We're coming to the cross, that massive cross when we built this building, we said, God, we want a cross over the entrance. That as people walk into this place, they know it's through you. And if they walk out of this place, they know it's through you. And we made the doors two meters high, you know, or two and a half or whatever meters high. Much, much higher than a normal door. Because this is the size of what the temple doors were when, when the temple was built. So we said, God, as the people come into your temple, and as the people leave your temple, may they leave under the cross. May they come un out under the cross. Amen? 
May they walk in with your identity and may they walk out with your identity. May they walk in with, with all their guilt and shame and lay it at the cross and walk out free in Jesus' name. Amen? May they look at that cross. Every time I look at that cross, I see heaven meeting earth. Heaven meeting earth. Heaven meeting earth. Me coming to God with all my nonsense, laying it at the cross and getting a touch from heaven. The scripture says that we should lay our weights aside. That so easily besets us. This is a new day. God has got you on his mind. The accuser has held you back long enough. Nothing you have done in your past is too much for the mercy of God. You were never designed to carry shame and guilt and live in shadows. You were never created to live a guilty life with a nagging voice telling you every day how wrong you're getting everything. Am I speaking to the right people this morning? These are the weights the accuser have loaded on you. Leslie, just keep walking here. Walk across the platform. You just keep going, girl. <laughs> this is us. This is what we look like. These weights have been walking with us. We've made it a part of us. Leslie's even comfortable in holding them. You know what? If the accuser can't get you off track, he will try to weigh you down so you don't get as far as you should go. Can I say that again? If the accuser can't get you off your journey, he will try weigh you down as much as possible that you cannot get as far as you should go. The accuser cannot control you if you do not believe his lies. The accuser cannot control you if you do not believe his lies. Sometimes we think we need to pay God back for our mistakes to show him that we are sorry. Am I speaking to the right woman this morning? Can I shout an amen? Can we stop blinking? I mean, can we just say, yeah, that's me this morning. I'm coming to God. I'm carrying these boxes and I'm ready to load, download this morning. Amen. Once you ask forgiveness, the price has been paid. When you live guilty, you are saying that the sacrifice on the cross isn't enough. When you live with this, you're saying what you've done, Jesus, was not good enough. I have to carry it. Is that you this morning? Are you saying, God, you know what? Your sacrifice was not good enough. I've got this. Living guilty and condemned does not bring God any honor because that's not what he designed you to do. Shake off the guilt that the accuser's voice has been telling you and receive the gift of righteousness. Receive the gift of righteousness. The moment you take one step towards him, the first step that Nana took, the first step that Taniyaki took towards righteousness, God came running. God came running. God came running. You need to take the first step though. Ne? Are you ready this morning? Ne? <laughs> Amen. If you give up your guilt, your regrets, your condemnation, your unworthiness, God will give you the bling box of righteousness. Amen. But you need to make the exchange. So in conclusion, when the accuser asks you if you think God will forgive you, you tell him, I don't think he will. I know he will. When the devil says God will not forgive you, you tell him, I don't think he will. I know he will. Because his mercy is bigger every morning. His mercies are greater every morning. Shake off the condemnation and start living like a child of the Most High. He's not a mean condemning God. He's a loving, merciful, forgiving God. But He still has a great plan for you. 
He still has a great plan for you. You may have failed a thousand times. But the good news is that God does not run out of mercy. You may have failed a thousand times. You may have picked up your boxes a thousand times. God's grace and mercy doesn't run out. Every time you exchange, God says, here's more mercy. Give it to me. Okay, here's more mercy. Give it to me. I'm going to stand by you until you can put it down forever and throw it away and say, this is not me. Amen? 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 Are you ready to receive it today? Are you ready to receive it today? Stop being negative towards yourself and stop receiving all the accusations and start receiving God's mercy this morning. Are you ready today? Are you ready today? Freedom comes when you get rid of the accuser's voice. Stop dwelling on the lies of your past. Amen? And the lies of what you should be or shouldn't be. Many of us grew up with bullies. Whatever that bully said, guess what? That is not what God said about you. Amen? And bullying doesn't stop at school, ladies. Bullying carries on in the marketplace as well. If somebody's telling you something contrary to God's word, you say, that is not my label. Ignore the accuser's voice and receive the gift of righteousness. Say goodbye to guilt. Say goodbye to shame. Say goodbye to heaviness. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ who walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. We are going to declare this morning that you are forgiven, you are changed, you are healed, you are blessed, you are complete, you are chosen, and you are accepted. Are you ready to declare that this morning? I'm going to ask you to do something for me. When we stand up and declare this morning, it's like you are standing up going, I am tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm standing up this morning. I'm going to declare something new today. I'm not going to walk with a limp anymore. A limp doesn't suit my shoes or my dress. Amen. <laughs> I need to give this outfit what's due. And what's due for this outfit is the God in me. Amen. So when you stand up this morning, we are going to pray and ask God to lift the shame off of you. And we're going to declare healing over your body, soul, and spirit in Jesus' name. Amen? So I'm going to ask you to stand up. If you are serious about the stand up, if you are saying enough is enough, stand up this morning. And we're going to do the following declaration. And we're going to lay down our boxes of guilt, of shame, and condemnation. We are going to lay down these boxes. When we get to the last declaration, this is where I need you to be in the spirit with me this morning. When we get to the last declaration of, I now remove all shame, condemnation, self-hatred, guilt, and past hurts from my heart. I want you to shout the name of Jesus like you have never shouted the name of Jesus before. You're going to have to trust me, okay? I believe in that moment. Remember the vision I saw. I believe that the, the, the lightning of heaven will come and remove those boxes from your heart. That lightning will come and take those things out. Are you ready for that? I'm going to put the declaration on the screen as I'm speaking. And as we declare, we are going to not play, I'm, I'm greatly loved. We are going to say, I am deeply loved. I'm going to say it like I mean it, and I'm going to rip off every single label that does not agree with what I'm saying this morning. Are you ready? So even as you say it, if you don't feel loved, when you say I'm loved, you rip that label up. Amen? You tell the accuser, enough is enough. I ain't walking with a limp anymore. Are you ready? Are you ready for the presence of the Lord?
Are you ready? Can I hear amen? Okay, here we go. Are you ready, ladies? One, two, three. I am a beloved daughter of the Most High. I am deeply loved, highly favored, and greatly blessed. My identity is in Christ alone. I am confident and know who I am in Christ. I am clothed with strength and dignity. I am blessed, holy, and dearly loved. I am precious and I'm honored. My sins have been forgiven. My wounds have been healed. The Holy Spirit strengthens and empowers me. I am beautiful and laugh at days to come. I'm a masterpiece. I'm valuable and a citizen of heaven. I am inscribed in the palms of his hands. I've decided to follow Jesus with all of my heart. There will be no turning around and no backing down in the face of the adversity. My past is forgiven and my present has purpose. My best and greatest day are still ahead of me. I walk by faith and not by sight. My gaze is fixed and my mind is made up. I will not be moved. I cannot be shaken and I will not be swayed. I belong to Jesus and I set my sights on things above. Earth is my mission and heaven is my destiny. I declare that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things are possible. So if God is for me, who can be against me? My faith is rooted and established in love. I have the mind of Christ on every matter and make sound decisions. I put my trust in God regardless of what comes against me. Nothing will be able to separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I eagerly await Christ's return. His banner over me is love. My best and brightest days are still ahead of me. I will lift my voice in the loudest hallelujah to sing His praises forever. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here it comes. I now remove all shame, condemnation, self-hatred, guilt, and past hurts from my heart and I shout and I let it go. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. 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 Shout, 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 shout. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Shackles breaking in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Play, Paul. Play. Jesus, 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 I prophesy and declare a new future over you in Jesus' mighty name. Like these boxes fell off Leslie, I declare those boxes are out of your life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Freedom. Freedom. Freedom in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.